I get some. You know what I'm saying? Act right, bitch. You see you on the spot, you just act right. You know what I'm saying? When I yank you by the fucking arm, won't be looking at a nigga crazy. Just give up the digits and be the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Let me break it down for y'all. It was just one of those days when I wanted to catch sun rays. Fun to get blunted on a Sunday afternoon. Nigga, babe got room. Grab the gap for misbehaviors. And the chocolate favorite boom. Lost in hip hop tones. Act right, podcast. Oh, episode 21 of the 21st century Uh, of the 21st year. Here we are. uh, Cheers to some equipment, you bitch ass niggas. Not the background. It's time to put Bronson on the map now. Walk with my hand on my Johnson crack and smile. Cutest peep my style. If I don't get some act right, I'ma have to act wild. Blunt in my left hand, drink in my right. Strap by my waistline. Nah, it's chronic 2021 20, 20, 20, on you niggas. Oh, man. What? Hold up. I ain't let my foot off. No, you ain't. Ooh. Hold up. If you didn't already guess, we about to get real ignorant on you niggas. Tell him, ho. What you want me to do? I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Let's go get him, uh-huh. Josh. Hey. 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 Uh-huh. Hey. Uh, show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, bird lady. Show me what you got, shawty. Show me what you got, baby. Hands up and wave. Wave. Drummer some shit. I already gave the summer some. It's the winner's turn. Hope he holds the coldest. It just gets better with time. I'm like, oh, it's one. Oh, man. No, no, no. Hold up. Let me give a shout out. We got we got the one and only B. Smith as the DJ. Yeah. What, what? And we got your boy Dom right on the boards, adjusting the levels, nigga. We got the motherfucking board on you, nigga. Nah, when you when you behind the the booth, nigga, you young prop. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy Young Prop on the mic, hey. And that's for sure. But uh, no, nah, I feel like we're back again, but for the first time. You feel oh, me? Oh man, like, I ain't done. Come on now. I gave y'all the her twenty episodes. We told you niggas weeks ago what it was gonna be. Top of the Kobe's on my new shit, I'm in 22 Hit the stove, I just dropped the foe, I just dropped the deuce, chicken pole, mixing in the boat, stretch it like me new. Ooh, all white made back, bitch, I'm slipping through. Come on, man. If this is your first time hearing us, because we got like 1% listeners. This is our first episode, right? Like, you know it's, I mean? it's just like your bodies in the past. Like, they don't exist no more. I just got one question, my nigga. What's good? Where are you from? Puerto Rican, white boy, white kids, disciple, white 
Christ, Lord, patience. All these motherfuckers been patiently waiting since the West Coast fell off. The streets been watching, the West Coast never fell off. I was sleeping Compton after Mad been here. The beats been knocking, they dog doing this thing. DPG still popping. I got California love, fucking bitches to that pop shit. And West Side Connection been had it locked, bitch. I'm in the rear view, my guns is cocking. Nah, man, straight up. It's the motherfucking Act Right Podcast. You episode bitch. 20, motherfucking one. And we are in this thing. You bitch. For real, though. Like, nah, man. It feels good. The energy's different. The vibe is different. It's been at least a month and a half type since we've recorded in person. Struggles. Up and down. Ready to say fuck. Nah, we here, my nigga. Fuck with you. In Bellum, where you from? Nigga, what side? If you take a look in my eyes, you see I be a gangster till I die. Well, since we here... I don't know what we was really on. Hey. I done been around the world, been around the block, been around hoes to fuck Biggie and Pac, like Vita Guerrera, ass took her to the top, she'll give you some brains, you let her throw up the rock, let her put on your chain, she'll throw you some cock, picture that, like Megan Good and Jamie Foxx, hype said it's a rap, she's still on the set, putting oil on her legs like she Gloria Valance, she was eye candy in a double excel, hopped off the page and on a skateboard for real. Alright, 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 alright. All right. All right. Something pump the, light. Yo, pump the brakes a little bit on these niggas real quick. Something light, something light. Oh, man. Five minutes in, brother. Oh, I could go all night, Paul. No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what type of temperature we're on tonight. You know what I mean? Like, Wow. Let me just, let me just get this out the way. Mm. Shout out to our brother slash sister in Podship podcast mm. if i let you tell it podcast man my, your boy mike has definitely been putting us on helping us get our heads around this shit man so mike if you're listening brother man we could not have done this without you for real toast to you straight up straight up straight up give, give my man some air horns let me give quick. him a round of applause Ooh. oh you gotta turn me up oh, oh. piss <laughs> we learned it we learned it we got you we got you <laughs> nah but uh how you feeling man what's going on you know what man i'll honestly say that i'm feeling pretty positive so if you guys remember a few weeks ago, I came in here, told y'all niggas how my shit blew out on the road. My baby girl was leaking all in the streets, had oh, no self-respect man. for herself, couldn't even start her up no more. So I told y'all I was real worried, like, bro, if this shit don't fall under this warranty, my nigga, I'm looking at five grand. Easy. Easy. Been sweating bricks for three weeks just thinking about this shit. <sighs> Called the Kia dealership today. Hey, yes, this is Alexander. How can I help you? <sighs> yeah, man. Um, talking all timid and shit. Yeah, man. Um, drop my Kia off Monday. Uh, can I get an update? Yes, sir. We done filed a complaint with Kia, and they said they'll replace your engine at no cost <gasps> to you. Nah. Let me get some motherfucking air horns for that. 
Nigga, <laughs> nigga, when I tell you, I was so motherfucking excited. Oh, I was no, just cheesing was. on the phone. I was so happy. I, I said, is there anything else you, y'all need for me? <laughs> Paperwork, social security, you know what I mean? Whatever. What, what do y'all need? He said, nope. We got the engine coming. Honestly, it might take three-ish weeks or something. I said, bro, Say if it's less. free, I could give a fuck. You can have that hold to the summer. Just make sure it come back right. So over the years, I've talked a lot of shit about my car. Uh, I've been real rough on her because she's been rough on me. But I think she graduated to housewife status. Might be with her for a very long time. And Damn. I'm looking forward to it straight up. Damn. No, so you've been riding in the passenger? You've been on your scrub shit? I have definitely been, you know, on the passenger side, hanging out the ride. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at her and her whole girls trying to holler at them. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, way to be a man about it. But wait, (laughs) the cool part is you was in the driver's seat. So I was like... (laughs) Yo, I, 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 yo, <laughs> was on the freeway right away. <laughs> <laughs> I was triple A, nigga. You hear me? No. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> look, look what happens when you take care of your man. You hear me? Because if I didn't answer, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but straight up, man. At minimum, it saved me five k. So. You know, and really just a headache. You know, anytime Man. you have car problems, bro, it's so mandatory. But uh, let's get right to the shit. Mm. So we hung out last night. Correct. And uh, we watched that versus, man. I mean, did we watch it? We heard it. It was background noise. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, I watched it for an hour and a half while Keisha Cole was late. Oh. And I thought that was very... Shanti was going through all the B-sides. <laughs> Shanti was rocking out the Fat Joe records. That's how I knew <laughs> something wasn't right. Munching on the Doritos. Nah, but uh, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Just off behavior, mm. punctuality, mm. respect, mm. Shanti won that battle. Oh, Period. Yeah. Period. Off of optics and presence, straight up. And that's what I'm saying. Keisha... You let us down. And, and like I said, there's always one up the there that has... Yeah, there's always one up there that has a bad attitude. You know, there's always one on there that, you know, uh, Ashanti was was Brandy and Keisha was Monica for the night. So it was mm. just... I, I actually saw a lot of people were disappointed about it. Like, despite the weight, niggas was like... Like, this was whack. Well, and I mean, you know, I don't... I, I just hop in and out of verses like i don't really sit through and watch the whole thing a lot but it was just convenient because we was all sitting down and chilling and so yeah like it's something on like let's turn it on and what i will say though (laughs) shout out to ashanti for gripping the mic you know what i'm saying she was (laughs) she was putting her heart and soul into it Um, she was on her jill scott well you know she 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 was doing some things um and that was cool Keisha Cole was not really singing throughout that versus. Like, she would talk into the mic, but, bro, her background vocals was loud. And then she tried to get her shit off on the acapella all the time. But it's like, a bad attitude is only cute for so long. Bitch, if you don't cheer up and Mm -mm. put on a show, like, there's millions of people watching. Period. 
And, you know, if you was really that bad, then you just shouldn't have showed up at all. Like, that's how I feel. If you're going to take it there, then just completely flake on niggas. Just pull the plug. But when their hype was up, obviously they ran into COVID complications. So I feel like that killed it. Once the first one couldn't go down, right. and then they even had to extend it a second time, right? Yeah. After that, niggas was like, okay, like, it is a Shanti and Keisha Cole. And because we talked about it so much, like, we're going to give y'all niggas a shot. Them hoes was on their phone, like... Well, see, that's the thing about the virtual with the verses. As that's true. dope as it started with Teddy Riley, um, you don't have that same energy in person and both yeah. camps on both sides and two DJs back-to-back. -back. So, yes, you're going to have technical difficulties every single time. I can call you right now. But I think, it, I think for me, though, beyond, like, if there are any sound issues in particular, I think it's, like, I'm just talking about, like, the showmanship. mm you know what I'm saying? Because you can have all that, but you hoes have been in this field for hella, hella years. Like, y'all have hosted hella, hella concerts. Like, I get it, but if you like, if you don't really want to do it, then don't do it. Like, don't just do it to get the quick stream pump. You know what I'm saying? So, right. not saying that that's what they did, but it, it was just lackluster showmanship. Like, it was boring. Mm. It was boring. Well, at least we supported them in some way. Right, support your... Uh... Oh, so, well, speaking of verses, how do you feel about the NFL versus? The the NFL versus? That's all I know. NFL teamed up with versus. I could have swore I saw, like, Timbaland on, like, a gridiron NFL what poster. What the fuck? I'm dead at gridiron. <laughs> I Shout out see... to Josh. I didn't see nothing about that. Yeah, I didn't even look into it. I kind of thought it was stupid. Like, I mean, you know, get hey, a bag is a bag. Get it how you live. Whoop diddy wop. But like, who was asking for that? Like when y'all first kind of, you could tell like niggas with money just be getting bored. Oh yeah. Like it's just like all right. So what you doing? And how can we get in? Let's just hit up the NFL real quick. Let me just see if I can earn one percent over here and. No, I, I didn't hear nothing about that. My All of my attention was on Michelle Drip Obama. Ooh. She was stunt, wasn't she? No, yeah, that burgundy was a cold game. Something about Michelle's height that just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Climbing them trees. And you know Michelle got the wagon. She definitely got that civil rights. She got. What? So she don't. <laughs> I mean, did you? So did you? You're our uh, political. I'm, this is not a, a politics <laughs> I mean, but we did have. I a, did. You know, I instantly I was kind of like, first of all, why isn't this just a paid holiday? Like, <laughs> get niggas the day off. Like the least y'all could stay do. right there. This nigga dumb. <laughs> on Monday. No, get it ready. <laughs> This nigga on Monday asked me, oh, you at work? I'm like, oh, no. He said, oh, I'm going to pull up on you, whatever. It was like 10. I'm like, the fuck you about to drop off? I'm at work. You don't get Martin Luther King Day off? I'm like, <laughs> no, nigga. He's like, I do. I'm like, because you're in fucking education, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, we barely got MLK Day. I thought the, <laughs> I thought the boys in... 
Well, I know you work through any holiday if that's your schedule, Lance. But I guess the bigger shock was I was like, damn, them niggas don't even give you time and a half for MLK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no type fu- reparations. The bro- the boys in brown. It's fucked up because it was just so funny to me when you even asked something like that's a dumbass question. <laughs> I thought it was valid, like at least time and a half, like for I'm MLK. Dead. Nope, didn't give a shit. But uh, so did you watch it? Yeah, no, I, I I checked out some of it. Um, yo, uh, shout out to J Lo. Um, <laughs> you know, I I I can't sing. You catch me in the shower, I might be able to hit a few notes or two. But she sounded pretty nuts. And who sounded even worse than her, bro? Who the fuck was that cowboy nigga singing "Amazing Grace"? <laughs> The cool part about the cool part about it is I was in a um I was in a meeting later that day and it was me, uh uh my supervisor and then one of our other colleagues who like works on our events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's a white dude, Jewish guy. He's cool though, like DK, all his best friends in high school were black, so he'd be trying to be down. Of but, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. So but it was so funny because Whoever that cowboy nigga, I can't even remember his name, but apparently he's like a really big country singer. Little did I know. <laughs> uh, Garth Brooks? Yes. Okay, okay. There you go. Garth Brooks. And I was like, and you know, me and my supervisor, we're black. And you know how black people feel well, about Amazing Grace, but. You're half. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Slow down there, Brooks. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, this is coming for the nigga. That, we ain't even gonna get it. We ain't even gonna get into the ethnicities. We gonna we gonna say that for later. But nope, I'm gonna let you get that off. That was really funny. <laughs> Anyways, you just know how black people feel about Amazing Grace, like, mm-hmm. whatever. So they brought this nigga out. He's walking out with the motherfucking black cowboy hat, you know. <laughs> jeans and a blazer bro that was probably one of the worst renditions of amazing grace i've ever heard and i just i already don't like any type of gospel churchy music that was one of the worst renditions i done ever heard and i literally in our meeting i was like bro did y'all hear that cowboy singing amazing grace he was nuts the white boy gonna say, you mean like nuts as in he did a good job? I said, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> he sounded absolutely crazy. That shit was All nuts. that singing shit just be a waste of fucking time. Bro, and so whatever. Um, that that was absolutely terrible. But I did enjoy the, the black woman who came after and did her poem. That was super dope. And then fast forward, Biden's speech... It just sounded, I guess, normal. Whatever you expect of Biden, I, I'm pretty sure, like he said, whatever you could possibly hope he'd be. Mm. Um, so not like super captivating or riveting, but he just said what needed to be said. And it just seemed fucking normal compared to what I guess we've been dealing with. So that was cool or whatever. And 
obviously since then it's been a uh, couple of days and you know quote unquote he's been pushing through a lot of different executive orders that do seem to be geared towards like actually changing a lot of shit not even going to get into the details but we'll see what he can do in the next three months i think this is what's going to really define his presidency honestly is what he can get done this year yeah um he's not going to be able to come out a winner i'm already seeing the other side they want to impeach this nigga you know what i'm saying it's just it's going to be that all the way to the end uh if you thought obama had an uphill battle <laughs> this ain't even going to be close like it's going to be you know it's going to be a problem for him. So, but it, I, it'll it, be a fight, but I think it just kind of depends on honestly how the Democrats posture themselves. Right mm -hmm. now, obviously, people are still talking about the insurrection and everything and right now they're posturing to say like we're still going to impeach Donald Trump like fully, mm -hmm. like revoke him from ever trying to run from office again. Praise be. Um whoa. And um also, half-assed talking about holding, you know, other senators and Congress people that enabled or helped him incite that shit um, to account. So, as of right now, they're posturing like they can do a lot. There is a lot that they can do with Kamala being the swing vote in the Senate. So, the thing to me, which, you know, I'm not super smart in politics, but at a base level, people who are Republicans, a large majority of them are inevitably going to benefit from anything the democrats get done so the best strategy for democrats if they want to maintain power to me is just start giving more than a little bit to the people literally all them republicans that like to be closet trumpers and you know i'm gonna talk real cool around a diverse crowd but at home like this is how i feel mm -hmm. they'll come back they get a little something in their pockets i mean to me that's what they do posture Act like you're going to hold these niggas accountable. Actually give people a little bit more than a little bit. And I think they have a better shot at retaining. Otherwise, 2022 is going to be ugly. I was actually in the break room today at work and all the honkies are in the break room and they were just, you know, watching replays of the fucking Capitol. And they're like, oh, they're lucky that more people didn't end up dead and that they left peacefully and just so fucking ignorant arrogant arrogant yes you know what i'm saying and i literally just i just laughed yeah like because at that point they're not the joke you're the fucking joke like yeah it was just one of those things i was just like ugh. Like sometimes you got to come into work and really see mm -hmm. you know who's around you like that shit's important too no yeah um yeah definitely because it just puts it into perspective like we walk across everyday people every day and you know everyone's gonna have their personal beliefs at home i guess there is a lot to be said how you conduct yourself publicly you cannot like this that or the third but if you come out and treat people with respect i mean not much more you can ask for at that point exactly but it does it is the arrogance you know what i'm saying and it's like not for nothing like tch, niggas still be flying around with the trunk flags and the pickup trucks houses just waving the flags all over and it's like bro y'all niggas were part of or are representing something that was like <laughs> you know like never will i like cape for america but like come on bro that was absolutely nuts and you just got people that can just walk around and so it is it can be tough to navigate sometimes for sure like that's just why but other than that I think the inauguration was cool, like whatever. Um, 
I don't think nothing will just top seeing Obama, like, <laughs> whether you like him or not. Like, it was just a black man getting elected. So it's like, yeah. anything coming after that, just off of general principles, seems pretty mediocre. But hopefully they do some good, man. I mean, whatever. That's that's what we got so far. So we'll see. Yes, sir. I have been back home for less than a week. Mm. Take off again and on Sunday. So this week has just been mm-hmm. a blur. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Barely even on my phone to see what the fuck is going on out there and mm. all that other shit. So nah, I feel you. the only uh, hot fucking topics I see is a uh, opening night fucking James Harden and KD dropped 72 between the two. So hold on. Cause we was shit ass niggas. <laughs> still bit. <laughs> yeah, because the next game they still bitch ass niggas. The next game they played um, the Cavs, either last night or two nights ago, and uh, I didn't know that Kyrie hadn't been back to Cleveland since he damn near won the championship on some shit or something because they gave him you know a little standing, little standing ovation or whatever. So he used to wear number two on uh, on the Cavs and. Colin Sexton was wearing number two. Colin was in his shoes. And there was rumors circulating that, um, let me get his stats, but there was rumors circulating that he, Colin, had went to uh, the locker room, like either a walk by or whatever, and he just got access to the Nets prior to the game. So, and and I'm pulling up the stats real quick, but Mm -hmm. um, Colin goes past these niggas, and go straight to KD. I mean, go straight to Kyrie. In his jersey. Mm. In his shoes. Mm. He said it's going to be a long fucking night. A long fucking night. This nigga, Colin, dropped 42 points on them niggas Ooh. in double OT. <laughs> And won the game. Like, you got three superstars. Collins been in the league for... They scored 94 points, I think, combined. I could have swore I read something. Oh, with the three of them? Yes. Still lost. But no one's even on the Cavs. There is nobody on the Cavs. Kevin Love is out. Mm. There's Sexton and some other guy, a young guy that... They just started playing together, and they got some fucking nickname for them niggas. But it's just like, right when I saw that loss. I saw the highlights. That boy had 20 in the second overtime. Tw- yeah, 22 or some shit. And he was just he KD was went out to guard him. Up. Spock out. Harden went out to guard him. Spock out. Kyrie went out to guard him. Spock out. You bitch. He was lighting their fucking ass up. Period. You know, have you seen that? I isn't Colin Sexton the 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 young man that when he was in college, they were at the free throw line and one of the dudes was standing and just staring up at him and he looked down and he literally like hunched over and looked that nigga dead in the face. I think I've been seeing that meme go around, but that was just a. I think that's him. Oh. It was a super funny video, but niggas just said like he play he. he <laughs> He be playing like with an attitude, like oh yeah, he, he was out there with a chip on his shoulder. Oh, for sure. Okay, so we gave Kyrie a lot of slack last episode. Recently, you know, he's had some interviews, whatever, little press conferences. Some things came out. You know, he's been 
given a lot of money here there supposedly he bought george floyd's family a house and pretty much he was just expressing himself it seemed like on some you know trying to find out what's important to me i want to do great things in the world i want people around me to be doing great things in the world um stuff like that and so uh you know pretty much he was just playing the whole like I'm a I'm aloof and I'm trying to figure myself out and you know whatever everyone goes through it do we give him a little bit of slack for his behavior because he's going through what he's going through well I guess I have two things one mm. first question that rings off is if you want to be an activist or something light of that mm. can't you do both Sure. Can't you handle your responsibilities and also, you know, do what your heart calls? Because see that—that's why people. Went, that's Rihanna. I think last year won uh, the humanitarian award. I believe Beyonce wins all those kinds of awards. Hove obviously he does a million things we never hear about. So my second comment is you doing things off the court, positive thing. Bravo. You not knowing how you feel about yourself is a separate thing. Mm. So now you're tying your own insecurities with great things and basketball. Mm. What did you think was going to happen? And you had more than ample time from when the season ended and you didn't go to the bubble because you were Make, making a stand or making a stand and, and also fighting for us. Okay. It's January. Mm. You needed to make a decision prior to coming and starting back the season upon what you wanted to do. So that that's my thing. If he can't get his ass in order and be an activist on his days off, but, but come and report to work like everybody else, mm. do we care that you bought George Floyd's family a house? Mm. Because it, it seems to me like, oh, I called off for work, but I helped the lady on the freeway. Mm. Like cool, but that—that's my only thing, because George Floyd, rest his soul, has been dead for almost a year now. You could have done these things months ago. So if if your passion or whatever it is that that's calling to you, why is it conveniently right after your your dad's birthday fiasco and? You're on Zoom during games. No, dude, come right. on. Like, right. and that that's where it's like, dude, enough's enough. I also think about it in this context, too, is like all of the amazing things that we've seen him do. You know, he's donated millions of dollars or donated, gave whatever to the WNBA to help support them when shit was on skates for them. And we have seen Kyrie do other like philanthropic, philanthropic type things, which is great. The conflict, though, arises it what that arises is what has afforded you to do all of those things. And I think that's where a big conflict can be found, too, because basketball affords you to be able to go and give million dollars to the WNBA to buy George Floyd's family a house. And also at this point. 
Kyrie has made, I'm sure, over eight figures worth of money at this point, if not nine figures worth of money over the course of his career, I'd imagine a star at Kyrie's caliber has access to resources like financial planning and whoop did he wop. If you want to go all in, maybe you can go all in. If basketball is no longer feeding that calling of what you want to do in the world, then that's like a real grown-up decision you have to make. But also until you're ready to make that grown-up decision, it's your responsibility to try and be as responsible to your obligations as possible, I feel like. And I still feel like the media is taking it real light on him in the basketball community. Mm. In the basketball community. Mm. You know, because this is the time when these players, even in uh, any sport, the minute we know a little bit something about their personal life, all of a sudden we start judging their stats different. Oh, he only had 30. Oh, he only did this, or he usually does that. And we're not seeing none of that. So you still have some kind of respect on the court. Well, absolutely. I mean, and you still have, you know, the biggest chance at a championship. Yeah. I mean, if it's not y'all, then who? Yeah, so I'm saying. So... I don't know. You, if you want to play, if you want to play ball, play. There's a million people, uh, especially guys in the G League. You know, fucking Lance Stevenson, uh, Mike Beasley mm. <laughs> went from NBA to G League just to get a just to get a check. Mm-hmm. It's not that people don't also want to do good things, but see, that's why LeBron is so great mm. because he's constantly moving off the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's. That's what's a part of his greatness is being able to do both, being yeah. able to play at a super high level, be the best at what he does, and then also on the court, be one of the best leaders we have right now, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. You don't get to miss games. You think if LeBron fucking missed games and they saw him at his mom or dad's birthday party and he wasn't showing up to the Lakers and media wouldn't be, he'd be on fucking CNN. Yeah. So I'm going to need Kyrie to get his fucking life together. Period. No, that's even, fair. Even if it is in our benefit. That's fair. Uh, that's absolutely fair. So whatever, you know, hopefully whatever, you know, journey he's on right now, you know, he, he can be responsible to the people he's responsible to, to himself. But no, I think that's absolutely fair. I think those were just kind of very honest critiques and opinions about the situation from what we know. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Period. Um. So I guess... There hasn't been no new music I've listened to. Have you listened to any new music in the past week? Um, I actually got a song that I think you would really like. <sighs> I can never be safe with this nigga. So uh, let me go ahead and cue him up real quick. Mm. I became on, exactly now. what I wanted to. I became a millionaire at 22 I don't question if they mean it cause I know they do Started being mean when I realized it was okay too Middle school bumping Waka Flocka all they do First album and I know just how it's gonna debut Track 3 is why I tell her we gon' rendezvous I'm signed to the gatekeepers Don't believe the gossip cause it ain't true Half of the dreams I had already came true and they never told me anything I couldn't do. Hey man, like you, I don't know. That was produced by Hit Boy, so I think you're out of the circle on this one. Uh, 
Yo, if you ever talk to me sassy like that again. <laughs> Whoa. What? No, I almost called you Naomi. Like, who are you? What the? Just talking it's shit not, constantly. It's not us, it's you, boo. Oh my gosh, I can't Come on, believe man. it. Come on, man. for the bitches. Oh, okay. She's talking to y'all. Sand came in with a FN. Two girls with him told me he ain't got a friend. Set them both down and I asked a few questions. Head last week and they already best friends. Already best friends. Man. Ooh, you the best friend master. Whoa. <laughs> One day we gonna have a conversation about girl best friends. Told her I'ma pull up at your place at 10. Girl, you look good. I would risk everything. Make me forget what safe sex is. Coming for Drake. Ooh, I told you he he the white Drake J Cole. That is Jack Harlow, man. It's Dom's computer. Hold up. <laughs> no, I'm tired of the fucking disrespect. Dude. No, man. No, hold up. I know that new Throat Baby Yo shit though. The remix. Wow. You know what? We just need to have this conversation. I can't stand the baby, man. It's getting bad. I literally don't like his rap. I've never, like, honestly even downloaded a song of his. Like, I kind of heard, like, what was popping. Yeah, like, when he first started blowing, you were like, okay, like, I get it. You know, the hand in the air swaying around. Okay, cool. (laughs) The bass is always out of control. And you can get pretty far, you know, when you got some out of control bass on your song. Sure. Bro, he is descending into the pop star whirlpool, like, Faster than we see most rappers. Bro, that's into it. too many verses in a year from you, bro. Shit's oversaturated. I've already heard this verse, even though you Hold just up. wrote it. Did you see the snippet of the video though? It was trash too. Why they say they have my man snowboarding on cone though? Is that what turns you on? <laughs> Look what turns you on. <laughs> So if he's the baby, you the brother? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Pause. Nah. I. Speaking of videos, actually on New Year's Eve, Mm. we were watching a whole bunch of videos. I was putting G on to uh, Busta Rhymes videos, Mm. classics, Missy, uh, uh, the original, the one and only white boy we recognize, JT, <laughs> Justin Tim himself. So you got JT over JT versus Usher. I seen that's been pretty popular on the street. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's after, that Hungarian in her talking. Uh, uh, after Usher gets through uh, confessions, mm. and I'm not saying that like, but JT, it's, it'll be a long night. Can JT play in sync stuff? Will it ring off the same? The way the way bitches on Twitter talk about it, I guess it would. Well, if bitches talking that about Crimea, it, it must be true. That Crimean River definitely getting off. But uh, you know what? I really do think Chris Brown and Usher is the best combo though. That would just be a great show. Super close generations, but still have that separation. Mm. Same kind of dudes. I think that shit would be super raw. You're definitely gonna get all of Chris Brown's fans in there, which is going to blow up. And all the oldies is just going to root for Usher. 
And True. you definitely need that energy in the room because Chris is way too coked out just to do <laughs> <laughs> some that virtual cocaine. shit. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I think Chris, it seems like Chris Brown has been relevant longer than Usher has. Mm. Not saying that Usher don't have extensive history, obviously, but like. Well, Usher came out when he was about like 14 or something. Cool. But I'm saying like we all remember like the Usher run, mm-hmm. right? He had three singles on the radio at a time, like crazy shit. We remember that run. But in the recent seven, eight, nine years, have you like, I don't know. No, but I'm saying if you've taken consideration that he's almost 50. No, for sure. So but I'm has, just saying. He has instantly 20 years worth of music and Chris doesn't have 20 years worth of music. But he got a lot. He got a lot of music. A lot of hits. And he I'm just lot, saying like, like when it, you hear a Chris Brown, I mean, again, like I'm. I'm not R&B at all, so, but I'm just kind of taking a step back. Like, when I think of Usher, I think of crazy hits. When I think of Chris Brown, I think of crazy hits. But ringing off in a versus, in a, a mixed crowd, Chris Brown has a lot of people that enjoyed Usher very thoroughly uh-huh. that also have now been rocking with Chris Brown almost probably to this day, if you've been a Chris Brown fan. This is true, which is why they would be a really good matchup. For sure. I don't like putting Chris against Drake. No, that's stupid. I think Chris would lose. I'm not sure anyone can beat Drake. Yeah, I think Chris would lose and that would end up... Speaking of Rihanna. (laughs) That you said looked like a foot. Did we talk about how she was with ASAP? I think she's been with ASAP. And no, we did not bring that up. Give us the deep dive. How do you feel about Rihanna and ASAP? I don't know. I just feel like they've fucked long before they've gotten together. Mm. They've been friends, friends of friends for a minute. And Honestly, if we know anything about Rihanna is that she puts niggas on the shelf for three years and then she's gone. True. So it could just be his season. Rihanna has no problem getting with a nigga and breaking up with a nigga, being seen with a nigga, and then dropping the nigga. She has no problem with that. This is true. This is true. I really liked Rihanna and Travis Scott when they were singing. I feel like Aesop Rocky is one of, like, the biggest fall-offs in music. Oh, in don't that, do that. Yeah. In that, in that kind you of class. You heard one verse the other night, and now you hate him. Don't do that. I mean... Don't no. do that. Look, I when we got put onto Rocky, shout out to Chase. He put us onto ASAP and Rocky. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were super geeked off of him um, in the beginning when we first got on him. And I get it. Like, he had a very strong run. We listened to ASAP Rocky for years. But as of late, he just seems like he's in that category of rapper who knows that he can just come on and because he's ASAP Rocky, like even if he gives you a mediocre verse, niggas are still going to be like, but that's Rocky. So, oh my God, crazy yeah. a Rocky verse. I'm not sure. I don't think I listened to whatever his last project was whenever that dropped. Ugh, and I think it got bad. That was bad. So like, bro, like. But Rocky also has that kind of cadence and flow that like. Bro, his flow is probably kinda... top 
10 flows ever for sure. But, but it kind of sounds the same. So sometimes I hear songs and I'm like, damn, he's still doing this. But like, bro, remember when we was living in the apartments? What was that? It was his his big album that everybody just loved. It was had to be the first one. Long live ASAP. Yeah. Not like his. The fucking problems one. Yes. Uh huh. That album. What about it? That shit was a banger. And I think that's the last time I remember like actively enjoying listening to Rocky. So, you didn't fuck with this? Fuck niggas gonna multiply. Full of real niggas die. Fake niggas gonna multiply. No, don't bob your head fuck now. Real niggas okay. lie. Yeah. Fuck niggas gonna multiply. Real shit. Fuck yeah. niggas gonna multiply. Fuck niggas gonna mm-hmm. multiply. Yeah, nigga. It's your boy Juicy J. Man, you gotta watch out for these old backstabbing. This album at long last ASAP came out in 2015. Man, That's no. the album I'm talking about. Oh, this wasn't fucking problems. This was the album after. Oh shit. Okay, well this is the album I was referring yeah, to. My bad. I thought fucking problems. Yeah. I thought fucking problems was on this shit. Hold up. That real JD swag lately. Lord, pretty black Jody stepped up in this piece. Bust my clock. Ensure that all you niggas rest in peace. Uh, Swanson nigga, I straight slaughter niggas. I'm off and niggas screaming off with niggas' heads. They all surrender, better call for niggas. Come at all you niggas' heads. Talk them off a ledge. I'm walking with them, I'm, I'm done, done talking, talking with them. Right, Come on, so man. since then. No, yeah, since then, it's it's been a drought. Right. Because he's been, he's been bisexual with Tyler, so. <laughs> I'm not mad. I didn't know he fine. Uh. <laughs> hey man, they're really good friends. I'm gonna leave it at that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. But I feel like within his class, because he kind of came out around that big Sean Kendrick, J. Cole type of class, and he's I feel like he got he got up and then he was like, okay, now that I'm up, I'm going to go do, like, other shit that I'm interested in. And he kind of just like, eh, I'll give yeah. you niggas a verse when I give it to you. Yes and no. I mean, he did put out an album. He does do a lot of verses on niggas that we don't listen to. Mm. But you got to remember, ASAP Rocky is also part of a group. So I think... When has that ever mattered? On it, his rise, it, it only matters, Ferg could keep up with It matters because him. that's all he has. So the only thing he's going to bang is that shit. And remember, he wasn't even, he's not even been fucking with them other niggas. He don't even fuck with Ferg like that no more. But Rocky never quote on like on their old shit. They all sounded amazing together when they were all just cooking. No, up. listen to me. I'm not saying the ASAP Mom, which they did drop uh, cozy tapes or some shit. Remember, it's two yeah, or three years ago. Cool. I'm saying because he comes from a brotherhood. Mm. You, I mean, we are one of our first episodes. We were talking about how niggas wanted they wanted to kick out ASAP Ferg. Ferg has been the one, whether you liked it or not, that has been dropping projects, you know, staying very consistent, yeah, getting a whole bunch of features. So, I think if they kind of come through with that brotherhood a little bit more, and but if you always in France and skirts and shit, you ain't got too much to talk about. Yeah, I mean, like, if you and I feel like sometimes artists need that, like. You need to get your old thing back. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of get back to that old feeling. But I feel like they low-key might be, uh, you know, a little bit beyond that now. So, it's, I don't know. His old shit, though, will always be solidified. So, 
you know. Facts. <sighs> but, uh, anywho, mm-hmm. not going to keep y'all too much longer, man. Definitely want to introduce, uh, we always do show some love, but mm-hmm. we want to do a little bit more of a backspin in the back just to get our energy right. Mm. <laughs> Show some love this week. I'ma shout out my girl Breezy, man. Mm. She got her own uh, juicing company she started. Yep. And uh, she's called on IG. It's called B Juice with B. Um, she don't have you know too much on there just yet. Obviously, it's just fucking juice, but she's definitely doing her hustle. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so B Juice with B. On Instagram, shout out to you, Breezy. Keep doing your shit. Obviously, health, weight loss, and all that other healthy shit. But, Absolutely, uh, yeah. I be seeing her snaps all the time. You know what I'm saying? And Raymond be shouting her out all the time too. So definitely, shout out to her. That's super dope. Uh, this episode for show some love. Kind of, kind of random. I'm gonna show some love to my uh, to my boy Jamon. Shout out to Jamon Hayes. Um, the reason. <laughs> The reason why I'm showing him some love is just because, like, you know, me, me and him are real, real cool. Went to Santee. We're, we, neither of us would tell you, like, we're particularly close, but, like, he's just one of my cool homeboys that I just, you know, keep tabs on. And I've been seeing him lately, and, you know, I, I've been feeling like I need to reach out to him, say what's up, maybe try and connect with him, see kind of how his life been going, because... <laughs> There just be sometimes you just be looking at <laughs> looking at people that you think you know and just be like, what's that nigga been up to? So shout out to him, uh, straight up. That's my boy. So that's what we got for show, show some love on this episode of the Act Right Podcast. For sure, man. Thanks for rocking with us through the last 21 episodes, man. We're definitely coming at y'all correct. We got our fucking Act Right man. for the new fucking year, but... uh. Y'all stay clean, man. We'll be here next week. Prop, take us out. Peace.